I'm the former mayor pro tem, mayor of the city of Dallas. I'm Dwayne Carraway. Real life street stars off the chain. I've done my interview with them and I invite each and every one of you, make sure that you tune in to the channel. Real life street stars, man. We got a special occasion. We got a special occasion. Uh, the hometown hero, uh, Mr. Uh, Dwayne Carraway. Um, first and foremost, we got to say uh, thank you. Uh, not only thank you for coming here to give us, you know, some young black men, your story and the platform to be able to tell your story, okay. but just for everything that you've done for the community, first and foremost. You know, we're going to go through there, but we want to just start off by just saying everything that you've done on a positive sense and a positive light, man, it's just been, uh, you know, they're going to write books about it. But, you know, of course, you know, we got to go through the whole story of Mr. Dwayne Carraway. Um, Let's do it like this. Uh, a lot of people, they already know your story. They already know um, your upbringing, but we want to slightly go into uh, just quickly your upbringing, where you're from, uh, what kind of got you into politics and just kind of, just go through the, the quick backstory that got you into becoming, uh, of course, Dallas City Councilman. Well, that's not going to be so quick now. All right. Hey, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and I don't want to rush you. Yeah, we go through there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to rush you. Let's go through uh, there. Y'all know now. Yeah. First, first of all, let me say this. It's uh, my pleasure and an honor for me to be here uh, and to be talking with you all. Okay? I've chosen not to talk to folks until I got myself to a point where I chose to please and talk with whoever I wanted to talk to. So I uh, appreciate the opportunity and invitation that was given here. Um, you know, first I'd like to begin to really address my, the plight that I've, that I've currently gone through and yeah. still in the middle of, so we can get that out the way. Yeah, let's so get that, that out can, the way. So then we can really get to talking. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. Uh, one, you know, you don't control when you're doing something as a black person, as a black man, and doing something good for the community. Uh, there's always going to be a target on your back. There were targets on Mega Evers, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you just name them, uh, Emmett Till, everybody when you're doing something positive. Ray Nagin, Kwame Kilpatrick, uh, Don Hill, the late Don Hill, Al Lipscomb, all of us, myself. If you're doing something for the community, then folks are not going to, uh, there are those who are not going to applaud that. Uh, we have haters out here. You all have some haters too. I call them the Hateration Committee. Those are people that's going to continue to hate and not support the things necessary to move forward. I was born here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah. yes. I was born at the old Parkland Hospital. Oh, oh man. Wait, no, hold, hold on. I'm talking about the old Parkland <laughs> Hospital. Oh, yeah. Now, see, y'all don't even know what the old Parkland Hospital is. No, nah, we don't. Y'all think it's on Harry Hines oh, across the street from the new one. Oh, okay. No, I was born at the old Parkland Hospital on Maple and Oakland. Oh, I was born at the new one. Is yeah, that the one, that, new. Uh, born, is and, that the and, one and, they took JFK to? No. Oh. Uh, I was born at the one before they took John oh, K. Oh, man, okay. All right, let's be, let's be real clear. And that is when we as blacks 
had to be born in the basement. Okay, so if you, if yeah, damn, it's right, in the basement. Okay, so so then at that point, we, my family, yeah, you know, I'm a little baby now. I was I was raised in, over in the projects. I'm a I'm a project brother, on Mills Place in East Dallas, Southeast Dallas, mm. and then from there. We went to move over on Lego and Hamilton in South Dallas. And I went to school my first grade at Paul Lawrence Dunbar, my mother's beautician. Okay. My father worked at Brook Holler Country Club. Okay. So here we go. Uh, where the Cotton Bowl is now, uh, that's where the Dallas Texans, who are now the Kansas City Chiefs, right. and the Dallas Cowboys played at the Cotton Bowl, and we as little kids, we used to go over there, sneak under the fence to go into the Cotton Bowl to see the football games. Now, at the end of the day, and you asked for it, so I'm going to give it all to you. Yeah, let's talk to it. At, 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 at Good Luck's, at hamburgers, you used to get hamburgers, six hamburgers, for 99 cents. Oh, damn. Oh, hell no. Talk about the dollar menu. Six hamburgers for 99 cents. So, yeah. so, so I want to make sure y'all understand the history and the legacy of what's going on. Right. And, and then in 1961, uh, we moved to Oak Cliff in 1961, where we currently, my mother currently is there now. My father passed in 2015. Um, I went to St. Anthony. And then from St. Anthony, my father and my parents felt that we needed to have a mix in growing up. And so they allowed us then to go to public school to give a, a different mix, because in Catholic school is one way, but you don't get the hood until you get to the, to the public school. So, so we went to Oliver Wendell Holmes, where I played football and, 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 and ran track and did everything but played basketball. But now, here's the deal. I went to football. I went to uh, uh, Oliver Wonder Holmes. And then you had Roosevelt at that time. But Oliver Wonder Holmes was so tough. The athletes were so tough. And then Zumwalt athletes were so tough. Well, that's when they decided, when I say they, white folks, decided to split this up. It's going to be too much of a powerhouse here. Because the feeder school then was Roosevelt. Okay, well they say, well we got to split this up now, so we're gonna have to bring South Oak Cliff in. So that's how SOC came about. So they split up all of the athletes and all of the schools, and and so that's where South Oak Cliff came into play. Then you had Roosevelt. So then that's where you had the best athletes competing against one another. Okay, instead of being the Texas powerhouse that it would have been. Okay, in every sport. Okay. So now, uh, as I said, I went to, uh, to, to, to Oliver Wonder Homes. Then I left and, and, and went to Roosevelt. Of course, it was time for me to go to high school. We left Roosevelt and, and had a scholarship, academic scholarship, to the University of Arizona. So I flew out there and went to student, uh, to, to freshman orientation. Well, I didn't see us out there. <laughs> and I went in there with, with, with you know, that, that night, I went out and went to went there and all that was going on and went to the little freshman orientation party. And, and it was with other people other than my folks. 
and they had they had they was they was they had stuff going on, and what they was rolling out there wasn't like this here, a little joint. They rolled some cigars thing, you know, and it was lit up. And 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 but I called my parents. They were in New York at the time because my brother graduated from Oregon State. Then he left and played with the Los Angeles Rams, um, and he was all state at Roosevelt and all American. But anyway. Uh, I called my parents and I said I wasn't going here. I, I just did. I wasn't feeling it, you know. So I got on the plane and left the next day. And then my girlfriend then uh, was at Langston University, and so they said they'd get me admitted into Langston University because her aunt was big time up there. And hey, it was like overnight. Now they didn't enroll me in Langston, so here I go up there. Now, at Langston University, of course, I had interactions with Charlie Wilson, Thomas Hollywood Henderson, because all of us went to Langston. So, so, so. Was he singing at the time? Well, singing up there, you know, in the, you know, in your college, you know, singing around, you know. But, but, yeah, but, but so Hollywood was there, and and we we're still friends today, Thomas Hollywood Henderson. So went to Langston, then got tired of Oklahoma. And and then left to come home to go to Texas Southern. Okay, so three of us we left Langston. Three of my buddies we left Langston and went to uh, Texas Southern. Pledge Cap Alpha side Texas Southern. I want y'all to know I am a Kappa. Oh all man! Right? I want y'all to. So get was, a, you, was y'all doing a, a little? We did it all. I might get up here and do something right now. You know? <laughs> it, it ain't like I can't. Right? And so 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 but but I pledged Kappa in in spring of seventy two. Okay. And and then my parents, my mother got sick around 74. My brother was playing football up at Morgan State at the time, getting ready to go into professional football. And uh, uh, one of us had to come home. So it was going to be me to come home. I mean, I'm the baby. I was rolling. Now, let me tell you, in Houston, I was rolling. If mm. I'd never been, if I'd never left Houston, it is absolutely no telling what I'd be doing today. Wow, no, 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 no. I'd probably have been the governor or something else oh, about the time if I left, oh, if man. I stayed at Texas Southern. But at the end of the day, when I left Houston to come home to be with my mom, because my father worked and had to support the family, my brother was there, so it was the only option left with me. So when I came in, um, uh, I looked for a job. And I couldn't find one that I was comfortable with because I was managing apartments when I was in in Houston, and and I had a meat man, I had a furniture man, I had a liquor man, and I had a suit man, and everybody was living all right. Okay, <laughs> right. Everybody was living all right. Yeah. Um, but I was driving down Stimmons Freeway, and I said, "I gotta get a job. I've always believed in working." So I stopped at the Pizza Inn corporate office, and I walked in. I said, "I need a. I want a job, uh, and I want a manager's job. I didn't want just no oh, job." You came I, in there in title. I came in there with a title. <laughs> I want a man. Well, here's the deal. I will say to you all: yeah. if you don't come or demand the the level that you are wanting to achieve, that's what's up. You just go in there and just ask for an application. Okay, they'll give you an application. You just another little pizza man up there doing that. I want a manager's job, and I looked apart when I went in there. And 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 they said, well, we don't have a a, a manager's a position open right now, but we got a system. We got a system manager over on Lancaster in Oak Cliff. Well, I, I, I give it to me. So I went to there, 
and and started fixing the pizzas. I was the assistant manager. And then within 30, 40 days, I became the manager. And I fixed pizzas so well that they, I earned the name the Black Italian. I can beat anybody fixing pizza. I want y'all to know that. I'm that cold. I'm that cold. The pregnant women would come, and 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 I would guarantee them: if you eat this pizza, you'll be having that baby within the next few weeks. So 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 the black Italian. I can fix the hell out of some pizza. So anyway, and I'm having fun with you guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll get down to the meat and potatoes of what y'all really uh, want to talk I about, but I'm just letting you know that. But uh, so so the line would be long on Friday nights. Can I ask what, what type of music was y'all jamming back then? Like, nothing like what y'all jamming now, but I'm with, I'm with the beat now. I'm with the beat. I'm not with all the lyrics, but I'm with the beat. Okay? But no, but see, the music we had then, you could get out of trouble with this music. Because see, you messed up with your girlfriend. Are you trying to get a message to your girlfriend? All you gotta do is put on my girl and 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 ship a hoy and the OJs and all that, the temptations and all of that. Just play that for her. the soul children and and all that. You just put that on and, and then you ain't got no more problem. Cause see, the music didn't apologize for you if you messed up. The music sent the message of if you if you're trying to get a message across. That's why. So many babies was born and off that same music. Now it's, it's going to be a little difficult to be having all them babies with what's going on now. Cause I mean, you know, you got to go all kind of ways. You got to go all kind of ways trying to do this. But but back then it was a, you know grinding and, and, and doing some stuff and, and getting it on and you know and, and sweating and doing all this kind of stuff. But right now, I mean, you know, you you're all over the place. But anyway, but. On, that, on a Friday night, I had a phone call from my, the only person I called my boss, and that was Chuck Smith from K104. Uh, Chuck called me and how he got my name, what he wanted to, what he wanted to talk about, I, I didn't know, but I'm answering the phone. We got a pizza, pizza, pizza in full of people. And he, we talked for about three hours. And he asked me, would I come out to the radio station the next morning on that Saturday? And I met him out there at 12 o'clock, and I didn't leave until 5 o'clock that evening. We had a heck of a come-to-Jesus meeting and all of that, and he hired me. Wow. All right? I became sports and, and I became sports and promotion director at K104. I was sports and promotion director for eight years. Chris Arnold, Chris Arnold, when I decided to leave, finally, to begin my other business, uh, was my replacement. So wow. Chris on that you all know now. Yeah. He was my replacement. He was in from New York at that time. When he when but, he started dating Janet, did you hit him like, yo, you did oh, yeah. that, my boy. Uh, <laughs> so 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 then when I left, when I left K104, I got into my own promotions and advertising. So I created my own advertising agency. And I didn't know what the hell I was gonna do. Uh, I was making money. Uh, and 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 I had did so many promotions at K104. I was extremely well known. Mm. I did track meets. I did the Miss Brickhouse contest with the Commodores. And y'all remember Brickhouse? Oh, she's yeah. a well, brick. Well, 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 you gotta you gotta look and y'all get some more. You gotta get some of the footage from our contests that we had. Oh, there's footage out there. 
Yeah, that's what it's out there. Oh, yeah, yeah we yeah, find- Y'all need to meet some of the, some of the Brickhouse contestants <laughs> and winners. Oh, yes. And compare them with then and then and today. And, and today. Yeah, yeah. well, now, nah, you know. Yeah, it might be all the alterations let's, let's, today. Let's, but- let's, let's just stay with the then. <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, so when I left, I went in to, to the owner of the radio station. I had been there eight years. I had done a tremendous job. And I wanted to move up. I didn't want to just stay on this level. So I wanted to at least get into sales because I wanted to make some money. Right. And when I talk about money, I have to say this one thing, and I'm proud of you guys. It's not about the money. It's about the money. It's uh, about the money. So were you money driven from the moment you got out of college like success is based on money? Well, not necessarily. Man, is, there was no limit up here for success. That's true. If you decide that you want to go and stay right here, you stay there by right, yourself. Right, yeah. Why box yourself in? Yeah, you, know, you open up the door. Jane Brown say, open up the door, I get it myself. <laughs> all the door has to be just open. There okay? you go. That's all that has to take place. But at, 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 so at the end of the day, when I went in to ask for a job, I'm already with you for eight years. And it's like Jeff comes to you and say, hey, look, I want to do And then you say, well, Jeff... Uh, uh, send me a resume. Eight years? <laughs> Do you no. understand what I just said? This man asked me to send him a resume. Ah, see now. So what I did, I sent him a letter of resignation. Okay? And that's when they had to start looking for Chris Arnold. And I stayed there until Chris came. And when Chris got there, that's when they had the keys to the van, because I'm the first one that had a van at K-104. Okay? And, and then I left to start my own business. Well, I didn't have about... $1,500, that's all I had. And I went over and got an office over in Wynwood Shopping Center at the time. Didn't, got old raggedy furniture and all that because the first thing you had to have was somewhere to go. And next thing I needed to have was something to put in somebody's hands to say who I am and what I'm gonna do. And then you had to have a commitment to do it. It's just like in here, I'm proud, and I'm proud of you guys in my studio I don't have no lights like this, but I'm going to have to have some. He's about to have some. Do, do you think? I ain't got no cameras like this, but I'm going to have to get some. Yeah. All right? So y'all showing me what it take and what I need in my place. If y'all going to come to my studio. We got you, bro. We got you. Right. So, so y'all going to be on my deal. We got I'm going to have little tiny things and little tiny cameras, little tight stuff. Yeah. There will be nothing like this. But, but it's okay because, see, y'all showing me what I need. So... You never get too old to learn. Yeah. Okay. That's one thing I want to say. Do you think, um, you know, as black men, you know, trying to come up and do things, do we get caught up too much on? Because, like you said, you just did what you had to do. That's and right. I feel like some people count themselves out, feeling like they, oh, I can't do it because I don't have the money or this. Like, what, what would you say for somebody in that position that's just trying to live their dream and, and go forward, but they don't might not have the funds to make it happen right away? Well, step out on faith. First of all, let me make sure we all understand in this room. God, first that's the first thing. If you believe and you trust, put your faith right there. You can do it. It's absolutely nothing to do. When I was in prison, and I'll segue into that, uh, and yes, I did go, and, 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 and they put me on a sabbatical. I didn't say I did anything. I said they put me on sabbatical. Four and a half okay? years. Yeah, well, I didn't stay there that long, yeah, but, but, but yeah, four and a half years. But at the end of the day, man, I taught class when I was at Big Springs. Mm. I taught class. I graduated 175, and I hate to say inmates, but we were inmates. But I graduated 175 dudes because they didn't have any GEDs, 
and from all walks of life. They've been in the drug line. They've been in all the different fields and all that. And, and, and I asked the warden and my counselor to allow me to have these conversations and these classes because, you know, they always tell you about recidivism. And they, all of the paperwork they got, you know, you go to the recidivism. They had none of that stuff where I was. None of it. And had not done it. But had not it been done, then they would not have received credit and a little reduction on their time so they could get out. But all they needed to do was just hear real talk. It's like y'all do real street Real life streets, yeah. Yeah, so here, here's the deal. You know, that was one of the greatest, believe it or not, experiences that I've had. Now I done served, I done did everything around the city of Dallas, I done built, I done did every single thing, it's nothing. My footprint is, is everywhere, okay? Even when you go to the zoo, you see yes. that giraffe? Yes. That's my giraffe. Oh, man. Oh, uh, that's my giraffe. That's my, that's my creation right there. Now, I didn't have a giraffe. That's my giraffe. Yeah, you, got, yeah, you, you put his neck in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so when you go to I-35 in, 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 in Leadbetter, what Walmart is, QT, Wendy's, IHOP, all that stuff. Like that. That's my deal. And it look good. Well, it, yeah, but, it but, good. but, but here, here's the deal. If you don't care about your surroundings and your future, see, it's over for me, but the fight is not over. All y'all got kids, and we were talking before we got started. Y'all got kids. And the way this stuff is right now today, the way it looks today, as raggedy as Keith Boulevard is today, 10 more years of this raggedy and with nothing being done, you all's children are going to have to deal with it. That's a problem. It ain't, you know, you all going to have to be dealing with it. That's a we don't have a movie theater over here. I get pissed off. I want some A lot's going to come out of me now. Y'all better tell me to stop. But here's the deal. We don't even have a movie theater in Oak Cliff, South Dallas, Pleasant Grove. Then it'll just show me where one is. I never thought about it. You got to think about it. Because here's the deal. If you don't think about it now, then 10 more years from now, what's going to happen? And you can't just keep moving out and out and out and out. Pretty soon, uh, they're going to be way out in West Texas, okay, if you just keep moving out. You got to move back in where you left because we came in here and we bought our home. I tell you, my father and him bought our home in 1961, and our house is still there right on Corinth. All right, right on career. We ain't going nowhere. So, okay. so we all we, we always had these discussions all the time. Okay. Well, we don't own all that stuff, right? Right. I want to ask you, what is the first thing that we can do to change? Well, I don't know. I don't know where to start. That's the. I think that's the problem. Like, well, well, here's the deal. Let me let me say this to you. I'm glad you asked that. Where's the first place to start? Now, I want to always say that. You know, we got to go to church, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to come together, we got to do all this stuff. We got to stop bumping our gums. You got to start holding people accountable. You got to start, stop thinking, well, that's my buddy, that's my friend, and this is it. There's some hard things that you as young men and the folks that's listening have to do and have to have the gazoobas, because we got ladies watching, uh, uh, but you got to have it in order to get it done. You, you, and I'm asking you straight up, we got to change. 
Look, in 1972, that's when they first started this mess about don't hit my child. I got my ass whooped when I was at school. That's why, that's why I shit hell. I mean, look at what's really going on. Should, should teachers still be able to whoop kids? Yeah, today? you should beat their asses down. <laughs> I don't know. So, so here's the deal. But every kid don't need his ass beat. Okay? Now, you don't send, you got a classroom with 50 kids in there. And you got one bad one that's disturbing all y'all's children, that's trying to learn, but you got one bad one. Now, either that parent need to come on up here and take care of this, or somebody else got to take care of it. Now, you're going to let, don't let one spoil 49. Now, we ain't going to kill nobody. Look at, my mother is 93, okay? And, 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 and you all's parents, those that are still with us, look at where they are. And, and look at what we went through. To, to get to where we are. And it didn't kill us. You know, and, and I get passionate about this stuff because this is one reason why they put me in time out. Because I'm making a difference and not afraid to speak it up. And I'm going, I'm addressing what you asked about what can we do? First of all, I'll tell you this little short story. I had a friend named George Badgett. And, and, and George, he was the only kid out of eight that went to college. So his family, they happy because they got a, a college graduate in the family. And they had a family business. And so on that Sunday, they were saying, his father said, at Sunday supper, which we don't have no more, uh, uh, what can we do? We want you to talk to the family. Tell us what we need to do. Same as what you just asked. What, what, what can we do? He said, well, daddy, you got the toughest, you got the toughest thing that, 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 that's going to turn it around. He said, son, what is it? He said, daddy, you don't want me to tell you what, we got, what you really got to do? He said, what is it that, that, that we have to do to make this business a success? He said, daddy, you got to do one thing. He said, you got to fire mama. People want honey. You got to mama fire gotta mama. go. You got to fire mom. Now don't put her out the house, but you got to as a business fire her from yeah. that standpoint. So to answer your question, what we got to do, we got to start holding each other accountable. You got to start going to the PTA meetings because when you go to the PTA meeting and and they call a big PTA meeting, all the teachers are there and everybody's there and everybody's there, but everybody's there but the parent. PTA meeting got two parents there. Got a school full of them, two parents there, okay? You got to hold everybody accountable. You got to hold the preacher accountable. Mm, There's no to. reason to have as many crack houses mm. on every corner in a neighborhood when you got a church on every corner. Just in my district that I represented alone in District 4, just that one District 4, Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff, just District 4 of Oak Cliff, has 392 churches. Wow. Yeah, wow. wow. So now, hell, now here's the deal. If we got that, what's, what's, if we got all these churches, the preachers got to come on. Now, I know everybody, the preacher, rev, this, rev, that, rev, that. I know the preachers. 
I believe and I support the preachers, but the preachers got to do something and they got to start opening up the church house, not just on Sunday morning to collect the, 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 the offering and the tithes. But when I was growing up, you get this, you, 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 you had to go to Sunday school. Then you had to go to, to the service. Then the church is out at 1230 to 1 o'clock. Then you had to go to Big Mama's house to have supper and dinner, in which how many of us are going and having Sunday dinner right now at Amy's house and all that. All this stuff is gone. Then we get back and they be back at church at three o'clock for the three o'clock service. And then you had to come back in for BTU at six o'clock in the evening. You took prayer out of school. You took the Pledge of Allegiance out of school. You took the paddle the board out of school. You took PE out of school. That's why we're all so fat now, including me. Hey, we used to put on our white tennis shoes, white socks, white, white gym trunks, and white shirt, and we had to go to PE and do the things we had to do. They didn't got rid of that. Why? Y'all ain't said nothing about it. Uh, I'm curious. But um, and we're gonna we gotta we gotta go through a lot of it, but <coughs> when it comes to churches and pastors, okay. Corruption. Okay. Do you feel that is heavy, heavy within the church community? I don't. I don't. I don't think that the preachers are corrupt. I'm not. I'm not. I don't put a tag on preachers to say that they are corrupt. Okay. Let me take that away. Not with with the money. That, that's that's not exactly not where I'm going. But I am saying that we need more church involvement within the community to restore the love about the community. See, I I, I hate. I owned, I owned, E.D., five guns. I had a gun in every, every room in my house. Just in case somebody don't come into my game room, I got some over there for them. You will come in in this room, I got some for you. All right, so, so I got some I can reach to real quick, okay? No, no, mine's just 38s. Okay, You know, shotguns. Okay, You know, that kind of stuff. 22. Man, no. Yeah. Man, no. No. But, but But here's where I'm going. You know, when we see, when we see police kill a black person, shot him in the back, and I've seen it. I had to go over because I was at eating a steak at Perry. At, no, I was at out there at Papa's Steakhouse. I'll tell you exactly what it is. I don't mind telling people. I get a phone call. A brother had been shot in the back over at Dixon Circle. Okay, Dixon Circle. Y'all know about Dixon? All right, all right, at Dixon Circle. Okay, now here's the news. Uh, Mayor Pro Tem Dwayne Carraway is on his way. Mayor Pro Tem Dwayne Carraway, we didn't call Mayor Pro Tem. I didn't know, hell, I was sitting there eating, mind my own business. But now the call came to me to get my butt over there because the community needed to hear and get things settled down. Okay, so. You know, of course, yes, it's disruption and it's wrong, it's all of that. George Floyd, it's disruption, it's wrong, it's all of that. Trayvon and all that, all the kids and the folks that got killed, the girl in Fort Worth. But we rise up for that. But then this weekend, brother and shot another brother. We ain't rising up. Death is death. Hurt is hurt. Loss is loss. Wrong is wrong. Little girl over in my district, a little 14-year-old girl, that 13-year-old, 
that was killed. I was abducted in the house? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the house. Yes. yes. And I went into the crime scene. That was, a, that was a hurtful situation to see blood everywhere. I mean, this is a baby that had nothing to do with nothing. But, but, but some, some, somebody going to take a gun and going to shoot the baby. Now, here's the deal, fellas, and everybody that's listening. We got to put the gun to the side. Whatever happened to the fist fight? Well, we, well, you know, you, 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 yeah, you know and, and when I say the fist fight, some of the fights that I've seen on television, you got one that's beating them up, then here come 13 more, everybody beating up the same person, okay? Yeah. Just what happened, you know, if me and you decide we're going to square off in here, well, we ain't going to do that. But here's the deal. But here's the deal. Then whatever just happened to the fight? Yeah. And what happened to the loss of life? Because the same person that was killed by one of the guns that we're using, that family, that baby, is growing up without a father. The cousins, everybody, growing up with, and, and, and are grieving. So what we have to do, one, to change everything, as you say, and I'm just giving you the whole banana now. Yeah. You, we, gotta, we gotta say, hey, enough is enough. And, and, and we have to figure out how we're going to come together. Because aren't y'all tired of going to the different stores and buying your lottery tickets and getting your chicken wings and, your, and all your black and miles and all of that behind thick glass and it ain't none of us selling it to one another. But we're buying it from somebody. And it's on every single corner. Now, I fought against the beer and wine. I fought about the plastic bags. I fought about pulling up your pants. I had folks at that big spring pulling up the pants. I remember pulling your pants off. Yeah. 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 So, so here's the deal. I put up billboards. I did all this stuff. But, you know, and then, yes, I was on Dr. Phil and with the, with the pulling up your pants, the whole nine yards, and dealing with the plastic bags. And I, I dealt with the beer and wine. And, and, and well, the reason I get on them preachers, the only reason I do get on the preachers, because the proliferation of the beer and wine in southern Dallas, when I say southern, not the southern sector. I hate the word sector. Have, have you ever heard of, have anybody ever heard of the, you've been to the eastern sector? You've been to the, you ever heard of the, 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 the northern sector, the, 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 the western sector? The only thing they talk about, damn it, is, is the southern sector. We, we old cliff, okay? That's South Dallas. That's Redbury. That's South Oak Cliff. That's Singing Hills, okay? But here's the deal. But now you hear about Lake Highlands and and Kessler Park and Bishop Arts, and yeah. you hear all of that, but you don't hear and give you don't take our identity away. And I fight for our identity. And, and that's one reason why this passion is coming out on me. I'm just, I'm sorry. Y'all asked for it. No, no, you asked for it. No, y'all asked for it. But, but I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Because I want us to have some fight. But I want us to have some unified fight. For the purpose, for the reason, for the future. And if we sit and we don't stand up and we don't vote. And we think our vote don't count. I vote do count. Look at Georgia. I mean, I'm so proud of Georgia getting out, 
standing up, voting, changing the game. Oh, yeah. Changing the game, but that's what it's going to take. And it's going to take us to fire some people and put some people in there that we know, not some people that we have heard of, some people that you know, some people that's in your community, some folks that's proven themselves to you that they're going to be there for you. And we got to stop having our hands out and just accepting anything that somebody just say they're going to do. They've said many things about what was going to happen in Oak Cliff. None of it has happened. None of it. All right, I'm sorry, y'all. So, so let's, let's I apologize. Like um, <clears throat> I'm going to hush and let y'all ask some questions. Yeah, we will address the elephant in the room, but you were telling the story after leaving K104 of getting your shop set up and becoming the councilman up into the mayor of who you are today. So I just want to kind of go back. Yeah, just kind of go back to that as far as what made you. Let me settle down. Get into the. Uh, let me, let me let me settle down. Let me let me settle down now. Let me settle I, like, down. I like to lean forward, Carolyn. Yeah, I like yeah, to lean forward, Carolyn. Let me let me settle down. Listen, I had to make me some money. I created my own advertising agency called Hot Shot Production. Hot Shot Production and Hot Shot Advertising. Okay, and and I made a lot of money with Hot Shot Advertising. Then I promoted concerts. I've done I've done so many and met so many people in the concert entertainers and and I'm telling you I know them personally and I promoted concerts at Reunion Arena Luther Vandross Stevie Wonder and all these people that I knew and met now I don't know I don't want nobody to think that 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 we was rubbing elbows and stuff I was making money I was producing the shows promoting the shows so of course we come in contact with the promoters with 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 the artists but Stevie Wonder Luther Vandross Millie Jackson, B.B. King, Bobby Bland, Johnny Taylor, Prince. These are shows, just a few that I can tell you that I've done and made a lot of money. From that point, I began to promote football games. And I began to promote games, and, and I really, I'm the one that created with Al Wash, he was my partner at the time, uh, the Gremlin Preview game. The Gremlin oh, Prayer View game. Okay? Gremlin Prayer View. So let it, let's not let it be said that the PV Gremlin game. Okay? Yeah. Now, I got sick in, um, where was I? Out in uh, West Texas. And um, uh, at that particular point, because I got sick, I was asked to kind of take it easy because I had some heart problems at that time. And since then, Al has continued to go with the game. I created the Tiger Paw Classic in Houston. I'm the one that started the Labor Day Classic that is now uh, HBCU Classic all around, okay? I brought the, the, the um, uh, Swag Basketball Tournament here to Dallas. When Prairie View won the Swag Basketball Tournament, and we were having a basketball tournament out at Lowe's Stadium, okay? Lowe's Fieldhouse. There are so many things in promotions and entertainment that I've done. And I'm not trying to make, did you ask me my history? I'm just giving it to you. Those, those are things that, that are documented and that, that's been done. Uh, at that particular time, I got into politics because I was asked by Mayor Annette Strauss, the late mayor, to come serve on the Youth Commission for the city of Dallas. At that point, then uh, Mayor Steve Bartlett asked me 
to be the chairman of the South Dallas Fair Park Trust Fund, in which I'm very, 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 very in tune with it and pissed off about it even today, okay, um, of the way that it's being handled. Uh, we had battles going back and forth with the trust fund, first trying to identify the money that was in the trust fund because Starplex at Fair Park, that's where the dollar for every ticket, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be every ticket that sold at Fair Park in the, at Starplex, we're supposed to put a dollar into the trust fund. Well, that agreement changed in politics at City Hall. Instead of making it a dollar off of each ticket, they moved the decimal point and put it in front of the one and made it 10 cents a ticket, okay? Well, we finally agreed that, that it we put about $700,000, $800,000 in the trust fund, okay? And, and, and then I pissed them off because instead of giving three or four companies $50,000, the money for the trust fund and the reason for the trust fund was to go and distribute to the small businesses around the immediate area of Fair Park in that community. The immediate area. But now if you become chair of something, you're supposed to look at what the hell I'm a chair of. Okay, what's happening? Well, I got this money. Well, what am I gonna do with it? How are we gonna disperse it to the people? Well, and these are grants. Now, could you just imagine today if you guys and ladies if, but if, if, if you all had a $10,000 grant that you didn't have to pay back, would that help you? Would that help you? So instead of giving three, four people $50,000, I decided I'm going to give everybody $10,000 and they ain't got to pay it back. Back as clean as got $10,000. Well, hell, he needed it because the roof of the cleaners was leaking. And guess what it was leaking on? All y'all's clothes, okay? So give him 10,000, let him go fix the roof at his building. In, in Bonton, the car wash in Bonton, the, 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 the car wash that's in Bonton on Bear Street, here's the deal. It had no lights and didn't have no vacuum. Now you wanna go down there trying to wash your car in Bonton at night without no lights. Get a man $10,000, let him buy some lights. He ought to pay us back. Eagle trophies on MLK. The little old man, he's engraving trophies and he got that stencil and, and he had to, you know, drag it through them to make the W in the, in the, to, 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 on the stencil. We gave that man $10,000. You know what he did with it? He bought that computer. And he's up there late at night. And he told me, and I never forget, he said, Son, I want to thank you, Ms. Carraway. He said, because now I can bid on some city contracts. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, so, 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 so. Into, into the, where we're going as far as what happened with the whole what? So, so you're telling the story because you're saying basically you were able to help us, us. black people get, get some money. Like, like you said, uh, just, hey, just open up the door. Right. You know, and, and, and at the end of the day, the Deltas, the Delta House on the MLK, they got $10,000. Why you think they, you see the Delta House? Miss Shirley Friday, D, DST. I mean, things like that. And I don't go out to blow my whistle. But at the end of the day, 
where I finally, yes, went in and they, just, they said, we got to take him, we got to put him in time out because there's just too much stuff going on. And, 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 and so when Mayor Bartlett put me on the trust fund, I did that. Then I got on the park board by the late Charlotte Mays and, and I became vice president of the park board. That's why I told y'all that's my giraffe out there in front of the zoo, okay? Because you had to fight for these things. Cedar Crest Golf Course. There's history behind the Cedar Crest Golf Course. The Cedar Crest Golf Course used to be a one-story, little cinder block, 1,500-square-foot building. That's what it used to be. Have y'all been to Cedar Crest to see that $3 million clubhouse that I had to kick their butt to, to, to make them build? Because when we moved in Oak Cliff in 1961, well, here's the deal. They say, and my eyes never saw the clubhouse <laughs> that they say, because when blacks started moving into Oak Cliff, Cedar Crest Golf Course Clubhouse was mysteriously burned down. They told me they didn't have no pictures. They told me that I said, well, you, what, what about the insurance? They said, well, the city of Dallas don't have no uh, insurance on, on our city. I said, well, hold on now, hold on. You can tell everybody that. Now. I guess if the convention center is going to burn it down, you tell me, we, we, the taxpayers, we just lost all that. Reunion Arena is going to burn it down. We don't have no insurance. Y'all tell it to somebody else. So this old man named Mr. Moe, Mr. Moe came to me, because I've always held, uh, stayed around with the older people to get the wisdom. He said, he say, uh, we had our proms. We had to have our proms at, 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 in the gym at Lincoln and, and Booger T. And, and, and the white folks had their prom right here at the Cedar Creek. I said, oh, they couldn't have no prom off of him. He bought me the pictures. He bought me the pictures on, on uh, uh, this big, beautiful clubhouse with all of the folks from Sunset and Adamson and Kimball, all those schools. They were white then, okay? And, and, and he bought me them pictures. I took the pictures, of course, I took the pictures. And I went in there and I said, okay, y'all tell me this. What about this? Oh, yeah, well, you know, it, it burned. Well, 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 okay, it burned. What was the value of it? Oh, it was about three million. Well, if it was three million back then, you can imagine what it would be, what it is today. Exactly. They built the clubhouse, $350,000. This one is $3 million. I said, I'm tell y'all something. I said, y'all got 15 minutes to tell me what happened to the insurance money. Oh, then I got to run over here and, and go, 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 go have a word with somebody else. Yeah. All right? So now you see the clubhouse. And, and, and I say to you all, never take no for an answer. You can't put no and can't in my vocabulary. You ask how and how we went and went up the ladder and what we need to do, it's because if you care, then you're gonna do something about it, period. And you have the power to do it. In prison, I showed those guys how they didn't have to sell no dope when you get out. Just get you a spray can, a can of spray paint, get you a stencil, pick a street, charge $10, Go spray the address on these people's, on their curve, charge them $10, do 10 houses a day, five days a week, that's $500, that's $2,000 a month, if you feel, and take Saturday and Sunday off if you want to, okay? And, and, and look, can't nobody stop you from becoming an entrepreneur. Figure it out. That's all you got to do. Put the guns down. Get back to the family. And then I became on the city council, yes. And I raised hell on the city council. 
And then I went and I became the mayor pro tem, the deputy mayor pro tem, the mayor pro tem, the mayor, then back to the mayor pro tem. Okay. And then they decided, hey, look, we we can't handle this. So we're gonna put him in timeout. And so I went to timeout. So I wanna touch I'm through right I, there. I'm through, y'all. Go ahead. A hundred and seventy million dollar project. Right. Uh, well that's what they said it ended up being. That's yeah, that, that's the number they threw on it, and that was to fix schools, school buses? No. No, I don't the, let me let me say it. Whatever they were doing. This man came to me, this elected official, and this is about as much personal I'm going to get into it, but we're going to still get into it. When an elected official comes to an elected official and says, hey, this is something that we like. Okay. It had nothing to do with the city. It had nothing to do with the city, but it has something to do with our kids and the safety of our kids. And not the kids of District 4. Kids of the city and kids, period. And they and, and people at the time, you know how y'all run across them, them when the bus arm ain't there and they zip right past. And then these little these little babies jump off the bus, they happy to see mama, they run across the street, and bam, the car hit them. Okay? So so they had a very sweet project, and it was bus arm come out, put a camera on it. You run across that red light, that, that camera, get your license plate, bam. We're going to send you a ticket. They're going to send you a ticket. Okay? Yeah. $300 ticket. So, so if it's $300 ticket, you're going to kind of have a little bit of respect for it. You're going to have a little respect, okay? So that was a good deal as far as I was concerned. Not on the, on the charge side. I didn't know what they were going to be charging. That's what, that was their thing. My thing, put that thing out there and stop the kids from getting run over. Slow the folks down. Simple as that. Now, uh, at the end of the day, where you get to 170 is because I've told you about that's what they say that it cost the the taxpayers 170 million, and and of the 170 million, uh, they tagged me with 500 thousand. Give me a break. I mean, you know, give me a break. Now, if it's if I'm gonna do something wrong and I'm gonna go somewhere, and it's no, uh, no, 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 you know, come on now. But, but, but at the end of the day, let me just say, that's what they said. That's what happened. Um, and that's what I accepted. I've apologized. I still do. I'm going to go through this, deal with this, put this, all this behind me. Because I'm the only brother in the, <laughs> that got into this situation now. Out of how many people? Uh, I don't have a clue. I didn't even care, but I didn't know. So I'm curious. Uh, you not wanted to take it to trial. You went straight guilty. Well, here's the deal. Let me tell you why. I told you before we got started. I saw Don Hill. Yes. And 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 I know I know a little bit about the law. And at the end of the day, when folks come to you and everybody that's listening and watching, it, when the authorities come to you, don't lie. <laughs> they already know. They waiting on you to lie so they can just get some more time to you. That's what that is. No, you know, you see people say, well, they lied to the FBI. Don't lie to these people. Tell folks the truth. Now, you don't want them lying on you, but you have to figure out a way how you're going to defend yourself. And sometimes the best way out is the way that I chose. Hey, let me do this because y'all, 
I don't know what all y'all might do. Y'all might have me jumping off the top of the W Hotel doing something. Something I ain't had no business doing, okay? Well, let me just cut my losses right here. I cut mine. So we all know that, you know, when they put out articles, you know, they just do what they want to do as far as targeting it and making a story. That's correct. So what, what do you say to those who, you know, to your people that support you? Like, what do you say to that situation? Well, well, here's the deal. You know, my people know me and and my work prior to my commitment to the community and to the people, uh, my results speak for itself. There's some people that's dis- disappointed. But, you know, you got some haters out here and, and, and the haters, they hate to see progress. They hate to see people bounce back. OK. And 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 some people hate you because you got. Decent hair. Some people hate you because you, you know, you ain't, you got all your teeth. Some people, people hate you. People hate you. Don't even know. <laughs> people hate you. that don't even know you. Okay. They just heard of you. But you got to understand who's telling the story. And if we were to tell the right story, and we have the right understanding, and we know what's happening, we see the disparities. We know that we're not the ones in charge of the press. And the press is going to do what the press is going to do. Then you know you you you, you can't win, but you can win. You believe in God, because I'm gonna tell you what number God has been with me every step of the way, even while I was gone. I mean, God was with me every step of the way. I taught class. I they 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 recognized and appreciated me where I was, and folks who saw and knew what it was all about. Now, we, I don't control what people want to say, but right now, I don't have time to wait to hear what they want to say, those that don't want to be on the right wagon moving forward. If you, if you, if you know so much, you make the commitment. If you got something to say about me, come tell me. Don't be splattering around and talking and acting like you don't even know me. You ain't never met me to say anything about me, but you have a right to your opinion. And I still have a right to mine to continue to move forward, continue to do for the community, continue to look after the kids, continue to make a difference. Because that's what God got me to do. He didn't, he didn't anoint me to say, you go and preach in the pulpit. If I get in the pulpit and get to preaching, everybody better start ducking because lightning bolts gonna come from somewhere. Now, on the street side of things, when I see it wrong and not right, for the future, because had not been for those opening up doors for me, I would have never been the mayor. I would have never met everybody I met. I would never travel everywhere I went. I wouldn't be sitting here like I'm sitting here today. And that's that. You know, my commitment is still helping the people. I'm down. I'm I'm, I'm with you. Like we down like four flat tires together with the community. I still eat chitlins. I want everybody to know that. I, <laughs> I, 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 I just so you know. You know, so so I'm still a hood rat, but I'm gonna still make sure that my community is taken care of best I can. I want to see a movie theater. I want to see better grocery stores. I want to see less guns and all this stuff killing our people. Okay, I don't want to see all this stuff. I like for us to all just be together and have fun and bring about some love in our community. That's what I fight for. That's what I believe in, and I'm gonna die doing it. Becoming the mayor. Had to go places, see different things. I want to know: Were you ever getting in trouble before? Any of this? I ain't never been in trouble. 
I was in trouble this time. No. Even for a night. No. I never been locked up. So so being older gentlemen, how was that just going going there the first time? Doctor, all faith was in God. When they dropped me off, well, first of all, before I got into jail, before I went to Big Springs, you gotta understand being in those rooms that you're in when they are questioning and getting you prepared and all this stuff. That was enough for me right there. This is the FBI or just the- Yeah, yeah, the law enforcement. No, no, I hate to say the IBF, you know, different people. But here's the deal. That's something that maybe I really needed to experience because now I'm gonna talk to inmates and open up doors for formerly incarcerated people fight to get their voting rights back, fight to say, you've done your time. Now he needs to be restored with all his rights. Every one of them. We're still Americans at the end of the day. Why you go and do your time, get out, come out here, you can't find a job, just try to go get an apartment put her and know you got a, a history in the background. You ain't gonna get it. And everybody that's listening, guess what? It ain't just me. All y'all got somebody in your family or somebody across your path that's been in this situation, the majority. And everybody's done something wrong. If you ain't did nothing, run a red light. That's wrong. Do you still believe in the justice system? I know that the justice system needs to be addressed. And the, and the justice system is going to be something that's going to have to affect, that's going to affect you all. And if y'all don't do something about it, it never will be corrected. I think my other book, I'll tell you what it was, they need a name. The other book is called The Racket because it's nothing but a racket. Okay? But do you, but do you think that younger black people might see your situation and be a little scared or hesitant to even jump in that position because it does feel like there's a target on our back? Not unless you know you all come together and put somebody in there, then you support that somebody that you've been in, that you put in there. Do you not feel like you got support? Oh, I had all the love in the world. Okay. I, had, I mean, that's a prayers and, and God. I mean, you know, that's what. Look, I didn't have no problem. Because I supported you just off the strength of being black. I know that's ignorant, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is what it is. It, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah, but it, it is what it is. But 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 you can't stop. Look at you. You can't change this unless you change it. Y'all got to go and you got to vote and take your cousin that don't vote to the polls. Get him registered and say, no, buddy, you're going with me. You're going to hang with me? Yeah. We're going to go do this. Yeah. You know, you, 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 we, 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 we want to cloud and do every single thing, but the only thing we don't do is come together and get our butts out there and go pick a leader and then be and hold that person accountable. Once they see that, that, that you got it back, then they, they ain't nobody gonna fool with you if they know you got the bag. But as long as y'all quiet and, well, you know, looking at the news that you ain't produced and they, they can say anything they wanna say and, and then make everybody believe what they wanna believe. Look at this, you know, when I came and went through South Dallas, I said, and I said this publicly, going down Martin Luther King, the back end of Martin Luther King, what are they saying about me over there? <laughs> hey, I, I, I said, 
Martin Luther King's family ought to come and ask the city of Dallas to take their daddy's name off that street. Mm. That uh, well, here's the deal. Until and unless we decide that we're going to open up some businesses, you look at Martin Luther King and then compare it to Jefferson. Go down Jefferson. Look at all the parking meters. Look at all of the businesses that's on there. Compare that with Martin Luther King. What we got over there? Now, I'm talking about the back end of it. You know, we got the frat houses and all this going this way. Because when the folks get off the freeway, they have to take a left to go to the fair park. So that's kind of okay. All right. Look at the Dallas Black Chamber Commerce Building. Got a fence around it. Ought to be torn down. And they still letting it stand up there. And we don't say nothing about it. And that's our community. And people pass by there and they look. That's a reflection on us. Until we decide that we're going to make a change. Y'all the one got, look here, y'all the one going to have to be living with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, for, you know, a humbling moment, you say you had never been in trouble. Not really. Did you have a fear? of the way going into the penitentiary system was going to be, there was words that you even might have shed tears. That's what now? You might have shed tears about having to go. And of course, I know God, you know, God's going to get to do it, but you haven't been in that system before. So I'm sure, I'm curious, what was your interpretations? What, what did you feel like it was going to be to do this time? Here's, here's the deal, you guys. I didn't shed a tear. Okay? Uh, my faith is strong with God, that's number one. When they dropped me off, my friends that drove me to West Texas, and I looked and got out of the car, and I looked and saw that car going away. There's nothing else I could do. I, and I damn sure won't go in there crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going there crying. And it, it sure wasn't nothing I could do about it. But take my ass right on in there and then regroup and keep my faith in God. And I don't like to be talking God and, and my cursing and stuff, but that's just what that is today. But but uh I knew who had my back. And 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 I was, I mean, I I guess I'm gonna say this. I guess I'm kind of tough enough to handle what I think ever I can handle. Okay. I wasn't looking for it, and and but I was received, uh, and and dealt with it. And I remember this one thing is this in the kitchen when I first got in there. I'm trying to follow the rules. I'm trying to figure out what the hell going on. I'm trying to make sure I'm on the cool side. I don't know nothing. And I asked the cook. His name. He's a big guy. And that name is Blue. Blue. Hello, Blue. He's in Fort Worth. Uh, shout out to Blue. And uh, Blue, big old huge guy. Oh, big old huge guy, big sweating and everything, you know, feeding the food and everything. And and um, uh, I asked, uh, I think I might have asked for some gravy on the potatoes or something. I forgot what I asked for. Whatever I asked for, blew hot out loud. Don't you know you in prison? I said, shit, let me just try to, let me try, let me try to get, let me, you know. Let uh, me just try to get in line a little bit, you know. I didn't know what to expect or what's happening, okay? But 
But it was, uh, when I say it was an experience, it was one of the greatest experiences of my life besides going to Nigeria as I was talking to you. Yeah, yeah, in 2011 I was married. But that was one of the greatest experiences in my life because I had a chance to see, and that's what I call my podcast, and I call, and I write a book, and it's, it's called The Other Side. You see, here I am in suit and tie every day. I mean, I'm clean as a chitlin. I'm just clean. Uh, 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 wait a minute. A chitlin, wait a minute. A chitlin from Neiman Marcus. Okay? Yeah, I'm clean as a chitlin. So here's the deal. So, so, so I'm suit and tie. And every day we're talking and people are coming to us with ideas and suggestions and, and, and things that we're going to be dealing with. And I'm hearing it. But when you get out here and you get on the other side, where I'm wearing jumpsuits and somebody else's drawers and everything else. Here's the deal. I'm looking back and I'm remembering what all was said, what lies were told, what manipulation out there is truly going on. What's said to be going on is not necessarily what is going on. But not being in there and just sticking over here on this side that's the only thing I don't ever believe. Oh, everybody in there is all right. Oh, they, they've been taken care of. Oh, I know there ain't no, ain't no problem with no heat and all that stuff. If you want to lose friends with me, just offer me some baloney. I ate so much damn baloney. And that's, I mean, Jimmy Sachs and baloney and just baloney and just baloney and baloney and baloney. And that's all they're eating. That's but, the, you know, come on. And, 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 and then contractually, let's talk about some money since we're talking about this. And I hope that somebody out there is, is, is going to soak this in. Every pair of shoes, every pair of socks, every pair of pants, underwear, drawers, whichever one you want to say, and, and shirts and towels and sheets and blankets, all of that, and soap and, and commissary, all of that's controlled by one corporate company. Bob Barker. All those that are out here watching has been to the prison, they know everything that we got, not these shoes. But everything, one company. Now, how many people of color are participating in that contract? And I'm not talking about at Big Springs. I'm talking about every single federal institution. And guess what else? And every state. And women. And in every state. In the United States. That's a lot of money, man. Come on now. You say federal penitentiary is like time out. No, 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 no. What you say? Go ahead. Let me finish. I would say prison is looked at as rehabilitation. Supposed to be. But federal, because of a crime like the crime that they say you committed, is more of a, there's nothing to really rehabilitate from. Yeah, it is. I told you, I taught 175 inmates. So you saw what needed to be rehabilitated. And did something about it. And did something about it. Got to the it. extent that I could. Got to do that. Hey, look here. They love me today. So do you feel it's re re rehabilitated from what you saw as far as the inmates that 
Well, here, here's the deal. When you can help others, see, I'm, I'm there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. When you can help others and teach others and open up the door for others, when you can open up the door for others, you've done what God wants want you to do. You, you, you know, that's when the preacher opened up the, the doors to the church. I'm over trying to open up the doors of opportunity. So you say you hated the baloney. Should y'all have like lobster, steak, and shrimp? Well, you ought to have some sometime. Yeah, no, you know, now, now, you know, just, 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 but, 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 no. Here, here's the deal. Uh, some, all these prisons are not the same. Menus are, are you ever been in prison? No. You ever been in jail? Yes. You ever been in prison? You ever been in prison? You ever been in jail? No. Yeah. You been in jail? Okay. So when you was in jail, what'd you eat? Oh, God, God, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But 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 see, at the end of the day, uh, there's no the people, the youngsters. I just use the word youngsters. They think jail is fun now. Uh, yeah. That jail ain't fun because j- jail messes up your name when you're moving down the line. And that's the teaching that we got to do to your children because they get an F by their name or get, get, get the jail thing by their name, then they ain't going to be able to move in these apartments. This is a game. They're not checking your credit and everything else before they let you move in the apartment. Okay? So you can have all the money you want, but you can't get the job and you can't get into housing and you can't get other opportunities. Only behind the fact that you got that stigma on your name. And while we have an opportunity to try to tell the youngsters, hey, time out, don't do it, because this is what's going to happen to you, we're preventing them from falling in the hole. But if we fail and we keep our mouths closed as men, and we don't do it as men, and and and, and then that's what we got. That's, that's why I want to move. I want to talk to the toughest people in the city of Dallas. Put your guns down. Let's go somewhere. Let's have a conversation. Put your guns down. Don't bring no gun. And, 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 and those that ain't going to want to deal with it, you know, because everybody couldn't come into my class when I was teaching class. You had a few folks that, that thought it was bullcorn until they saw it and saw the results. Then you end up with about three or four haters. You have haters wherever you go if you're doing something right. But we got to have some community meetings with the real tough people, the youngsters, so they can understand Go back to fist fighting, man. Do something if you got to fight. Don't, don't go in Little Blue's uh, 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 life. That changed the music. You, got, well, you see? And, and, and that's why I felt guilty with 104. Because, one, we went from disco and started playing the rap. I, hey, listen, I love the beat. I ain't got nothing wrong with the rappers. Only thing I got that's wrong with that is calling one another niggas and bitches and hoes. Okay, because I ain't going to be dealing with no bitch and I don't want no hoe. Okay, simple as that. All right, I ain't going to deal with no bitch and I don't want no hoe. And then when you have, when you have, and we have allowed the word nigger to be utilized all over and by any race, and that is something that is, 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 it ain't cool because, hey, my nigga, 
and there's somebody else that ain't, ain't of, of the African-American descent, okay? I ain't his nigga, and, and, and so everybody need to understand that that's the kind of stuff we gotta control. If you continue to allow that to take place, that's your fault, because you didn't stop it. It's your fault, because we accepted it. Now, we all brothers, but, but let's, 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 let's change the game. We have to change the game. We change the music. Y'all change the style. We have to change the game. I'm just curious, uh, you think about guns and violence. Um, I believe you might have been still uh, inside when it happened, but when you see in your district, District 4, near the Dallas Zoo, mm -hmm. uh, Dallas Artists Mode 3 get gunned down. Yeah. How does that, what do you say that? That's your district? Yeah, yeah. That's right on your... Right there. Right there. Right there. And, uh, I've never seen uh, someone get gunned down on the highway in, yeah. in such manner. And I'm like, this is just kind of, it's gotten to this point where this is where it's at now. What, is, what do you say to that when you, when well, you see well, that? Well, well, here's the deal. Y'all got to understand, when I say y'all got to understand, I just, that's just the way I talk. I don't remember that. But here's the deal. One other reason that they put me away. It wasn't just because of that stuff over there that they said. I went up against one of the strongest organizations in the United States of America. Yeah, the NRA. I stood out there. You didn't see my other council members with me. Y'all saw me out there naked like I'd just been born. And, and they, they, they ain't got the same passions I had. They didn't have the same things that I you know, jump up and, and get out here and, 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 and voice my opinion. But my opinion was for the future and the safety of our people and our community. And then go to, to Lil' Mo. Look at Hot Wheels, what he just did. You know who Hot Wheels is, don't you? Yeah, uh, Governor. Yeah, okay. Let's make sure you, uh, you said it now. <laughs> but here's the deal, you know. <laughs> Everybody can carry a gun. Everybody can carry a gun. What happened to Mo? Okay. And, 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 but if we had some kind of controls, if we had some things in place, if we were still knocking a chip off the shoulder, if we were still just fist fighting, it could have been something maybe different. And that's, just, that's not just for Mo, that's for a guy in California and all the other Folks, could have been for Tupac. I like Tupac, but y'all know that. Uh, California, I like the song. Uh, but but that could that 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 could be and could change the whole game. And and but y'all have to change the game. And and you have to earn and you have to demand respect. Remember, I told you about the story about the pizza in. I didn't go in there looking for no job. I did go look for a job, but I wasn't trying to find no. I want to go fix some pizza. But if you don't set the tone and you don't jump up and you say to those behind you and those that you can, you use this platform, bring some common sense back in here to our community. Let folks understand that, that the things that's going on in our community, we still can control it. You can control what's going on in your community. Those stores on the corners with the beer and wine, everybody just hanging out. Those brothers on the street corners with the little cups now, they ain't, they, 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 they got this little, they, they, they got little stereophone cups now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they ain't got what they used to have. All these people on the side of the street with the signs, at the cardboard, yeah. 
All the cardboard is all the same. All the messages are all the same. Ain't no word on there misspelled. And, and everybody, I guess, all of them had a Sharpie pen to, to write their message out there. I do give to them. But what I, what I understand about that is that it's a racket and whatever percentage that they're going to get out of the dollar that I may give them, that's what I'm giving them. They percentage. Now, I'm about to give them a whole dollar for them to get whatever it is that they're going to get out of that. But we got to figure out what's going to happen. Did you talk about the homeless? Yeah. Dallas, we got the biggest homeless situation going. These folks ain't from here. I've been to L.A. Yeah, hey, hey, and they ain't from L.A. Everybody in L.A. ain't homeless. Like they drop them off. That, I thought we had a bad immigration problem. That's what I thought we had. Like the immigration and the, uh, the, uh, the illegal aliens uh, here in Dallas that's, you know, well, That's why I thought we had a bad problem. Well, remember this. Illegal aliens is the one that bought us here. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> 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 you got a guy by the name of Charleston White on this couch. Um, he had made mention that it's not about what you say, it's about what you do. That's correct. And he said, it's not about voting for president like that. Mm -hmm. It's about the local. That's where it is. He said, you got to put your money up <laughs> where your mouth is. That's right. Hey, go uh, donate to the local sheriff or the local, you know, the, the he said basically the ones who change laws, the reason why it's kind of more red is because they actually give money and they have their, um, I forgot the name of the beneficiaries, whatever the name is, mm. uh, donors to the political parties, which therefore laws can get swayed based on those who donate. Yeah. Should we donate more to our own to make sure that, hey, we know you need money to make things happen. Without money, there's probably no change. Um, I'm glad you're asking that. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. You know, everything costs. Everything costs. If you want change, it don't have to be that you got to give a person all the money. But you, you know one thing that's greater than money? Your time. Okay. So here's, here's the deal. Um, we got people, first of all, on the lower level, which is not the lower level, but most rules and laws that affect us every single day, every minute of the day, guess who that elected official is that has the power, if you have the right one, to deal with it? Ain't your sheriff. Yeah, I'm going to say, is it a local judge? Or? Ain't your local judge. If your trash need emptying, if your dog is running loose, if your street is messed up, for example, your city council person, your representative is the one that is responsible on that level. So, 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 and you don't have to just pour in money more than you get to pour in time. If, if all of y'all use this platform that you have here to support the real person that, 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 that is running and you get behind that person, you use what you got, you know, take a Saturday 
and you get out and you go knock on the doors on behalf of that person, do you realize if, a, if, if, if 500 people went over to a particular neighborhood, walking down the street together, first thing's gonna happen, you know what the first thing's gonna happen? You damn right the police gonna get called. They ain't gonna know what the hell going on. Now, not only is the police gonna be called, not to stop you, but they're gonna be called. And 500 people walking down one street, police gonna be called, the media's gonna be called, everybody's gonna be called. A helicopter gonna be flying over because they don't know when the hell finna go down. Okay? And then when they get there, Y'all knocking on doors for a particular person. The news and did it. You got all kind of exposure. Folks know what's going on. Folks see what's happening. And it don't take no money to do that. Sure. It don't take nothing but y'all. Get together. Get behind the counter. So we're going to go knock over here on these doors over here on Argyle. And every, all 500 people. Oh, goddamn. Helicopters flying. They don't know what's happening. Everybody going. Yeah, that's free publicity. Yeah. Okay? And, and then y'all tell them, well, this is why we're here. We're knocking on doors for this candidate right here. This is who we want. This is who we're backing. Doctor, that's stronger than lye water. Okay? And that wasn't a dollar that you had to give. That was just your time. When it comes down to being at the polls and working, you just give them your time and volunteer. But I've run in many elections. I'm a political consultant. Now, I get paid in some, some campaigns. Uh, but here's the deal. You got to, the, the white people, and I'm not racist. I got a bunch of white friends. I want y'all to know that. I'm so, 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 I mean, I got white folks that love me better than some of those people. Yeah. But they volunteer. You can't pay all them people. You'd be broke. You're trying to pay all them white people you see that's handling these different campaigns, that's pushing and supporting their candidates. But they pushing their candidates. But all of the black folks, oh, they got to be paid. They got to be paid. I ain't doing nothing for free. Well, but here's the deal. Put your person in office. Then look for the favors and the doors that person can open on your behalf that's greater than any $10 or $50 that you'd ever have. You got to have a commitment. You know, and, 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 and back to that beer and wine. Man, I fought to keep Oak Cliff dry. We was drink, we ain't drank no more whiskey than, and bought no more beer than when it was just over in South Dallas. Look, 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 you know, we was going across the bridge, happily going across the bridge, getting all our beer, getting all our wine, getting everything we wanted. But now you look at it on every single corner in our community. And what really pisses me off is the fact that now on Lancaster and Sainer, Beckley, no, yeah, Beckley, Beckley Sainer, oh yeah, and Lancaster Sainer, now on 52nd, all right, they put the gas stations in there. We need some gas. I understand that. But golly, but golly, they marry beer and wine. That's what it is. And it's on every single corner, everywhere you go, it's beer and wine, beer and wine, beer and wine. Well, go to North Dallas and see if you're going to see all of that. Well, y'all live in... Y'all, yeah, you, I, 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 was in I was in Plano, and they, they make Plano wet, but ain't no new beer, wine, liquor spots popping up. But well, why are they popping up in our area? Exactly. And then, and then and down one of us behind the cash register, behind the bulletproof glass, doing none of it. 
And yeah, they running that. And, you know, yeah, what? Well, yeah, hey, black and mild. Hey, give me this color. Give me the, give me the green. Give me the red. I fought the tobacco industry. There's another reason. The NRA to stop the guns. There's another reason. I pull up your pants. There's another reason. I fought the beer and wine. There's another reason. I fought the plastic bags. There's another reason. Who wants to come? And invest. I'm kind of upset about the plastic bags. Well, you can be upset all you want. I, <laughs> I fought against them plastic bags because of the filth that it has in our community. Who wants to come and invest in a dirty area? Now, if y'all become millionaires, let me just ask y'all this. Y'all become, well, y'all already millionaires. We move to the clean area. Y'all ain't gonna come over there where the, where the, where the stuff is. Y'all gonna, cause you're gonna say we can't go over there. Yeah, we can't. All right? Yeah, I wanna come over there. But if it's clean, vibrant, and, and no, all the hanging out ain't happening, that's a great place to invest. I mean, this is real talk. I'm just keeping it 100. You're with you, Brian. Yeah, what did you feel about when they tried to set the strip club? Was it the strip club or after hours now? Uh, the strip club. The strip after is like after two clubs. Everything got a two feet. Well, 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 here, here, hey, look, look, look here. If 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 I had been there, and I must be honest. If I had been there, I would have voted against them shutting down the strip clubs, because strip clubs been here forever, and the strip clubs have had a jacket put on them. Now, I'm not saying that I'm supporting the women in there doing what they're doing and all of the stuff that's going on. But I'm just looking at it because I know that that is a political battle that some folks would like to have. Now, if they get out of line, I know the shooting over here on 35, wherever it was, you know, all right, come on. You know, that, that's needless. That, that should not have gone down. But, but you just can't strap all of the strip clubs with any situation and every situation that's going on. Now, the controls need to be put in place. Uh, you're gonna shut them down for four hours, or you, what they want to close them at two, yeah, and they could yeah. maybe shut them down for three hours. But you see, I don't like people just saying, and, and, and saying, well, this is the cause. That ain't necessarily the cause, okay? Crime is just crime. Didn't, they, didn't somebody get shot? A lot of crime. Wait a minute, no, at the strip club. When yeah, somebody got shot? Got shot? A lot of Hold on, but wait a minute. But somebody got shot? At ACC, yeah. Yeah. What did he get shot with? She got shot with a gun. With a gun? Yeah, gun. All right, so now we gotta go back to the gun thing. All right. So 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 you go back, it's gonna all tie back in. Yeah. Either way it goes. She couldn't have got shot. Maybe she would have got a rock thrown at through the window. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But, but you gotta put it, get it to a point, and then let's go to the curfews, you guys. Now, now let's go to the curfews, because uh, you know, I fought for the curfew years ago. No, 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 to have one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no 14 year old got no business down at Deep L nah. at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. Especially a group of y'all. Well, no, nine one of them. Nah. My daddy beat the hell out of me when I came in the house at 12 o'clock and I graduated from high school. Right. Okay? He said be home by 12. I came in 1201. I didn't know what the hell was going on when I walked through the door. <laughs> but 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 at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you 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 your children are your children. And until they're able to get the bill or come, this is me. Until you're able to get the bill or come to the house in your name. 
and you ought to be able to know everything, every man and parent should know everything that's in their house. Now, you, 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 just, you, you come out of here with no, you ain't finna go to school uh, with no, come out of the bedroom with an AK-47, now you finna go to school. Without question, without question. Now I okay, ask, uh, all right. I know. I'm assuming you're for gentrifying Oak Cliff to make it, you know, better, make, make it nicer. But you also mentioned, of course, like the mother uh, who bought a house in 61. Mm -hmm. And they have to move out to bring in that new mall or that new whatever. What are you for the people that still live in your, you know, Oak Cliffs? Now, you know, those places like that where they've been there forever. They kind of want to stay the same. But the city wants it to be a better place. Well, here, here's the deal with that. Let me tell you a few things that has taken place that supposed to take place that has never taken place with a promise. In 2000, Cadillac Heights, you ever heard of Cadillac Heights? The bond program, they're supposed to put a police academy at Cadillac Heights. They're going to buy all the people out, destroy the neighborhood over there, and buy this lady out, buy these people out, because the police academy is coming. This is in 2000. It's 2022. Where is the academy? But the people are gone. Hold on. One of my friends and a friend, a person that you all had here, and, 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 and I have utmost respect, Okay. You ever heard of Wonderview? Wonderview? Wonderview. Y'all never heard of Wonderview? Well, here's Cadillac Heights right here. Around the corner on Keese at Sutherland. Mm. Keese at Sutherland. Yeah. All of that vacant land is Wonderview. Uh, okay? And the promise to the community was that our friend, and I ain't putting him in no black eye because he does, he's done a great, lot of great things, okay? And I hope we win, and I'm pulling for us like hell. Yeah. But Mark Cuban had the Wonderview Project. He had a big press conference, and had all this press conference, everybody, oh, this is coming, all this is gonna be, marriage coming, everybody's gonna come, we're gonna transform all of this, yada, 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 okay? All right, so. You had the Cadillac Height promise. Now you got the Wonderview promise. Then you have Patriots Crossing, which is right across the street from Veterans Hospital. Okay? All that land right there, Patriots Crossing. City gets involved with that. Hope was going to come. Patriots Crossing is going to be this, it's going to be that. Here's Wonderview. Here's you also heard of Grow South. Okay? You gotta take a look and realize that a lot of things have been promised, but not delivered, okay? And then you gotta look at I-35. And here's I-35 at 8th Street. <clears throat> On this side is Bishop Arts. Yeah. And here's the freeway now. Yeah. On this side is Oak Cliff. This side is restaurants and oh, nice. everything. Oh. Oh, oh, nice, ain't it? Oh, nice. But over here, what is it? A 
Section. Okay, so, 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 but, but, but why did it stop right here at the freeway? Now, the deck park, that's my deck park. I fought like hell to get the deck park, all right? And everything that I say that I, that I claim and say that I've done, it's on record. So anybody that want to challenge it, all you got to do, to go to City Hall and pull the record. That's why now, the hero. Yeah. So, so, so here's the deal. Now you're gonna have those that are gonna take credit now that it's going because they weren't with it. Now the current person that represents that district fought against it and called it the Rec Park. This is a Rec Park. Trying to stop the project. Well, but you can't stop what I'd have started. Right. Only thing you can do is eventually get on the bandwagon and support it. Okay, but that's very, very important for us to know that the gentrification, as you've asked, there are certain things that need to be changed. It has to be changed. But in my mama's house ain't going nowhere. So, so your mama's house shouldn't go nowhere, and the next person's mama's house shouldn't go nowhere. And what has happened is people have uh, have have abandoned what the family. Property is right here, the family's house. Sure. Yeah, they've gone out to DeSoto, and they ain't wrong with DeSoto, you know, okay, fine. And, and see the hill and all that. Live, live, live. But at the end of the day, they gave up control, and now folks are living in the same houses that we abandoned. And those communities are growing. And we ain't gonna get that back either. So I want to do it like this, um, because now you're back. Okay. We can, I know they say you can't run for. I can office. do. I, I can do what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's standing on there. Standing on there. I can do what I want to do. I don't want no public position to hold you back on what what is really distant for what you have going. Um, before we get to everything that's going on now with the podcast and just everything you're about to do for the community now. Okay. I'm just curious. Um, on your first day back home. My first day back home. What'd you eat? Who'd you eat? What'd you eat? Man, let me tell y'all this. When I came home, I could not wear any of my clothes. Mm. Why? You got small. small? Look here, man. Let me tell y'all this. Look here. Let me tell you something. I couldn't wear nothing. Nothing. I couldn't wear no drawers. I couldn't wear nothing that I had, okay? Because everything that I had would fall to the floor. Oh, man. Would fall to the floor. I took all my suits and had all my suits, trying to get them, you know, tailored up a little bit. Folks thought I was sick, you know, you know, ooh, look at him, you know, shit. And, 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 and I said, all I said was, uh, hey, look, I'm finna get fine all over again because I'm finna grow back up into it. Now, here's the deal. I uh, enjoyed eating because I hadn't had no chicken. I love fried chicken. In fact, I'm the one that built the Rudis. Okay? Now, here's the deal. Now, Rudy said some bad things about me. That's okay. That's okay. I forgive him. Okay? Because, because here's the deal. Because here's the deal. Look at the establishment that's still there. Okay? And remember what once was there. 
Remember that little bitty thing right there? Yeah, a little bit. That, that you had to go down the hill, yes. the, the window, and keep your foot on the brake so you, you wouldn't slide on down in the Lancaster. Just remember that now. And, and, and so irregardless to what people may say, and people do get amnesia, there are those, and they do get Alzheimer's and all that, you know, the older that we get, and they can say whatever they want to say. It doesn't matter. Look at what's there. And then look at the building that's next door. Look at the women's shelter that's, that's built right there. Remember what was there. Okay? Remember what was there. And look what's happening now. And I just let my work speak for itself. Look at down the street when you look at Urban Village. The apartments there. Remember what was there. The Sundowner Motel and the Sunset Motel. What were both of those motels doing down there? They were selling the, they were selling the drugs to the little kids that was walking to school, okay? Not only, not only did I pull up and challenge them and closed them and then had them torn down and then found African-Americans that could do the job and put what's there today. You know, I ain't got to blow my horn. People see the results. And the results speaks for itself. The commitment speaks for itself. So that's why you got haters. You know why you got so many haters? Because they don't have the nuts to do what I was doing, standing up making sure that these people knew they couldn't come and bullshit in our community, get the hell out the way, shut the hell down, move the hell out, and God damn it, I'm telling you, move around. Amen. Go find somebody else to play with. Go find another neighborhood to play in. But you can't play in this one. Now, this, we need Joe Clarks. We need a lot of Joe Clarks. Need what now? We need Joe Clarks all over the all Oh, over the Well, now, I'm telling you, that, that shit is what sent me to prison. That's just what sent me to prison. I just got to ask one thing. I got to ask one thing. All right, come on. I might be out loud. You're not loud. Somebody, somebody had a rumor said that you and John Wiley Price got into it over. That, that, me and John are fine. Here's the yeah. deal. Everybody had misunderstandings. That, that misunderstanding that day, it went a little bit too far. Granted, on both sides, mine and John's, and then the little Negro that was sitting over there with a telephone recording. Uh, so you get the whole story. Yes. And then, and then, when the stuff went down during the commercial break, it wasn't a pretty sight. It's what you saw. But remember this: remember the little Negro that had the telephone, and the little Negro that had the phone. He gets up with the phone, and he runs in there, and he runs in there, and go. Let me get my microphone straight. He. You still got me? Yeah, we still got he, he runs in there and runs straight to the telephone and send this straight to Channel 8. Wait a minute now. So you tell me who's telling it on who? And tell me who is selling out? Just tell me. Now here's the They had every channel Breaking news, breaking news. And then the only thing you see when you pull up our name, you see the, the disturbance me and John had. Okay, I mean, 
that took place. I'm not proud of it, and he's not either. We, he's not dealing with it today, and I'm not either. We, we're still two men that had a difference of opinion on an issue. But the crook in the whole deal is a little Negro that had the feminine of it on his phone, who was also in the race with us, okay, that called himself so religious, okay, and he runs in there immediately and downloaded the channel eight. Now you just tell me, is that supporting blackness? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the devil in the room. Yeah, that's the devil. So, 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 so my boss always told me, he say, hey, he called me half court uh, at K104 because I always shoot the ball from half court. I think that's how the three pointers oh, started. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how the three pointers got started. When I, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happened. But, but, but at the end of the day, he said, half court, trust no one. Trust no one. So I'm curious, you okay. also have a situation where your bus was shot at. Okay. What was that? Was just a fan, or somebody just was angry about something? He can be angry about whatever he wants. <laughs> but did you ever get to the bottom of what that was about? They need to. Okay, they need to. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I got, we, you know, he, he I bet he ain't gonna shoot no more. Stand on business, stand on business. Keep it real. Now, now, we were on something. You were about your first day out, you said chicken. Oh, I had everything. Okay. I, that's why I picked up this weight. Okay. Now I'm trying to lose it. There you go. So I get back down. Now, you have your podcast now, and um, also you're back in the community. You're back about to shake some things up because, again, we still need things to happen within our community that things just aren't happening. In what sense are you coming in to play the game now? Well, well here's the deal. One, uh, the things that I know, the people that I know, the commitment that I have, I'm going to continue to stay heavily involved on making sure that I know and can identify those things that are not good, okay? And, and, and support some people that I feel that can go in and have the commitment and the tenacity to challenge and do the things that are absolutely correct. We'll have a candidate in District 4. We'll have a candidate in District 5. We'll have a candidate in District 7. And, and, um, and another one in District 3. Okay? I'm not going to fool with District 8. And I'll publicly say that. So he can know. He Just sit on to the side and leave all this alone. <laughs> uh, but, but at the end of the day, until things change, until we get some people that don't have their heads stuck up people's behind, that have the, the backbone to stand up and represent you guys and the future that's coming. Not just go down there and take pictures when you can and eat some strawberries and be invited to the, to the, to the banquets and get your name called at the table. You know, they, they, you know they, they, what they do when they have these big banquets, you know, if you, when you go see, you're going to see two of us at this table, two of us at this table, two of us all over the table because they're trying to reflect diversity, okay? And some folks get those invitations and they just happy to be there because when they call their name, they get a chance to stand up and, and get recognized. But that's it. You got to have people that's going to do the work. I went to prison for working, okay? I took on every industry that was wrong. 
I shut down people's stores. I challenged stores. I challenged for the folks to get hired. I hired and made sure that folks with concerns, and I call it concerns, but break it down, with a criminal background and history, had an opportunity to get a job at the city. How can we lead and say that we're leading and we ain't falling through? I got one guy that's on 99-year probation right now, parole. And he's been working at the city now for 23 years. All right? He's a single dad. Got two little girls. And he works in the water department. And we got to have other people that's going to get out there and do that and make them hire. Do you think they want to hire him? Hell no. But how can we lead if we don't open up the door ourselves? You got sanitation workers right now picking up our trash every Monday through Friday that are riding on the back of the truck. And the majority of them are brothers with concerns that's been to prison that can't get any other job. And they swing it on the back of the truck. And it's raining out here. And it's snow out here. But they're picking up your trash. But guess what? They ain't got no insurance. Did y'all know that? So they fall off the truck. They just got a broke leg. And they done. You tell me why we're not giving the sanitation workers. This is one thing Martin Luther King fought for. Well, the sanitation workers. These folks are picking up your maggot ass trash, your dirty trash. But yet and still, they contract out the work to a company that ain't gave them nothing but a vest. They don't have, they, they, they gave them a vest and might have gave them some gloves. But no insurance. So you're going to have to have somebody that's going to represent. They are just as important as the fire police and the sanitation workers are all equally important. And these guns that they folks got, these AK-47s, turn them in. Just go back and get you a 38. Whatever happened to you can't go in Walmart and shoot to everybody with a 38. You you can shoot a few folks, but you can go in and shoot 15, 20 people and, and, and then reload a, a thing and do that. Come on now. We, you can take an AK-47 and go hunting. Go just shoot a rabbit. And what you going to have? Nothing but fur everywhere. Exactly. So, you know, all, all I'm saying is, folks, we got to come together and we got to start speaking. We got to bring the family back. You know, I want, I want to get the tough guys in and talk to them. I may be putting myself on the limb to, 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 to have to talk to the gang members. Bring everybody together. You can be all the gangs you want to be. There's one thing you are. You walk in the bank, you walk in the store, whether you crib blood or whatever you are, the first thing you are when you walk through the door is black and you're going to stay black. So what we got to do is understand that we can have differences, but we got to care for our own community. And let me just tell you about these women throwing these damn baby shitty ass diapers out the door. Keep your trash in the car. You pull up a Walmart, you open up the door, somebody threw a little boo-boo diaper on the ground. Nobody, come on. Hey, come on. Wake up, y'all. Let's do what we got to do. I, I didn't intend to say shitty. No, nah, I mean, but you know, they get the point. They get the point. You gotta make the picture. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm very passionate. I was extremely passionate. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about the whole thing. And and I apologize. I I apologize to the people that think I'm out of line. Oh no, no. But 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 I'm gonna just keep it 100 the way I feel.
Because if I could write a $10 million check and everything would change, I'd write it. Now, I don't know where that $10 million check would go. But I will say that I'm going to put my energy out here till I die. I'm going to put my energy out here until I die. To open up the doors, whoever don't like it, everybody get on, get on. Everybody get off, get off. Because we got to make a move. And I'm going to do what, what my heart tells me to do, what God got me doing. That's, that's the only thing it is. You know, and, and, and then the poker house. I got to tell you this because y'all don't read all these stories about me. The poker house. Well, golly, the country clubs. My father worked at a country club. All my life, that's all I knew that my father worked at the country club, okay? And I'd go in the country club, and I'd see the folks in there doing what all they do. Oh, you know, okay, that's fine. And, and, but the people that worked at the country clubs, the barber shops, the beauty shops, and the hotels, the only day they had off, you guys, was on Monday. Yeah. And, and this is the only time that they could go and be family and do the things they wanted to do. And, and so they wanted to go play cards, I'm not with the dope dealers that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's killing our people, okay? But now here's the deal. Here's the deal. You can play cards in there as long as you're not selling the dope, okay? But you're in there for recreation. That's the only recreation they could go to. They couldn't go be members of the country club. So that was their country club. But then the police wanted to fool with them and talking about they parking on an unimproved surface. Oh, golly. Come on, man. You're giving all us tickets for, you know, but you ain't giving other people. Now they got poker license everywhere. Everywhere. Okay? But what they was doing that they didn't like that I was saying was they were filling up their little time sheets, what you call it, the quota. Yeah. You just give them the ticket, that's the court goes over there, and the court's gonna throw it out. Well, if you know the court going to throw it out, what the hell you write it for? Hmm. Just to piss on Well, no. No. You got paid with your quota. Oh, yeah. It ain't about the money. It's about the money. Uh, you, got, you, you got to follow that. I'm going to use it. It ain't about the money. It's about the money. But put a little emphasis on it. Yeah, a little bit. It's about the money. That's what it is. There you go. That's what you got to do. Right. Oh, man, I'm sorry for being like this nah, on y'all's show, hey, man. Hey, hey, you, you need more of it. You know, I, I can't wait to uh, get in. Yeah, I can't wait for the pastors to get deep into this so they can go out there and do something else. Well, but you got to hold them accountable. You got to don't have no warrant in here. Y'all stop accepting all these song and dances and all this rhetoric without action. I call it rhetoric without action. Okay? And and get some of these candidates. I mean, yes, I'm sitting here with Jamie. Okay? Uh, Jamie Smith. We'll give it, that's a whole nother deal. We're going to leave it, we'll leave it like that and let y'all deal with it, okay? The way that y'all deal with it. Yeah. But y'all get some energy. And stop just letting people come in here and give you a, a damn good speech. That ain't going nowhere. Okay. Everything I said, you can go out there and see. Now let somebody else come in here and tell you what they've done. And then say, well, look, let's get in the car and run over there and see what it is. Yeah. They can't tell you nowhere. They can't claim none of none, none that you've seen. <clears throat> and these houses, all we got is apartments. Y'all got to understand. These apartments are going up everywhere, everywhere. And people are moving into the apartments. I, I mean, look here, I lived at one time, I lived, I had a hell of a uh, condo, 1010 Allen Street, okay? And, and, and I mean, baby blue carpet and, and sparrow staircase, everything. So I'm, I'm with y'all. Yeah. I'm with the program. Yeah. 
but, but now here's the deal. The apartments that are being built now, as they continue to grow quicker, moving south, and everybody downtown, all these apartments, ain't paying two and three thousand dollars in rent. And they call this housing. But here's the deal. That's two or three thousand dollars that's going straight up into the wind. A real housing is a damn house. Some that you're gonna pay two or three thousand in mortgage. And you're going to have some equity in it. You ain't got no equity in them apartments. So I'm just saying these people that's talking about housing and they started building apartments and calling it housing, say that, that's apartments. It's different than apartments and housing. But so the little baby can run around and go in the backyard and play and do some different things. That's, that's housing. Ain't nothing wrong with apartments now. I mean, there's some bad apartments. Y'all got a big old bathtub back off in there. There's a huge bathtub. I sure didn't like it. Wish I had it at my house. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but, but this kind of stuff is cool. It's fun. Yeah. But at some point, you got to start looking out for the family, looking out for the future, looking out for the kids so the kids can have something. You can't die and leave the kid the apartment. But you can die and leave the kid a house. Okay? Now, it always starts with the conversation, so we definitely appreciate you coming through and starting the conversation. Okay. To get action going forward. Um, for those that do want to follow the podcast that's going to be coming out, uh, follow, yeah. see what you have going on, follow you on. Are you on social media? Can you tell them how to get at you? And if they want to reach out to you, send some fan mail, DM you, and just tell them how grateful they are. I give my, I give my email. Okay. My email is Dwayne. RC0430 at gmail.com. That's Dwayne, D W A I N E, Aura C0430 at gmail.com. And let me tell you something about that. I ain't been on Gmail too long, but they were laughing at me when I came home because I was still on AOL. And and the name of my podcast is called The Other Side. So y'all need to know it's two sides to everything. But mine is the other side. Because mine is the real other side. And I want you guys to come and be on the podcast. So we can just chop it up about what y'all got, where you been, what it's going to take, the whole nine yards. Y'all are welcome. Hey, because they're sitting here watching this whole interview, and they didn't really get to see your shoe game. Yeah, man, hold on, man. Quick. Drill! I just wanted them to know that, hey. What happened? No, well, I want to give a shout out to you guys. And I want to challenge you all and invite you all to, let's get involved. I'm with you guys. It's not just about coming and being on your show with me. This is an opportunity that I'm taking advantage of to crack the door open so that you all can know I'm here willing to let's go to the next level. Whatever it is, whoever I know, wherever I can be of some help, whatever door I can open, for you guys, y'all don't owe me nothing. Only thing you owe me is to go through the door and represent. Yeah. If I need to talk to 
the person that we talked about and and do what I need to do, then hell, I know the person and I will ask the person to make sure that don't just come, guess what? But hurry up. But hurry up. You know, and and, and so other things that need to happen. But I don't want y'all be sitting here just talking and looking at me and then y'all y'all phase out. Don't phase uh, out on me. Uh, we, we the least phase out there. Yeah, we about uh, I'm gonna see. We about to yeah. All right. Okay. And, and bring the whole and with it and bring Pinky with you. Yeah. We're gonna bring Pinky with us. Yeah. I, you know, the hey, and we have a we have a giveaway we do every year in North Dallas. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna go Christmas we giveaway. Okay. You know, we do it every year. And uh, the media coverage that covers your situation, I understand media could paint all kind of pictures. We are the media that tries to paint the best picture and the best life. So if you look at media, there is black media out there. Anytime you need us to pull up on any function that you're doing, you yeah. Know, well, we are that media out there. We'll give you that quality and say, hey, we're not here to. Pay no narrative. I'm just here to give you what, what is going on. So. Well, y'all need to come. Uh, y'all, do y'all shop at Big T? You ever been to Big T? I haven't been there in a minute. I haven't been there in a minute. Yeah, we yeah, we'll pulled the Big T. I'm not working, bro. We, yeah, hey, we've been to Big T. What's going on at Big T? They've been there. I'm the reason they open. Oh, oh man. So, I did it first. Oh, come on. <laughs> first. <laughs> pick, up, pick up the phone and ask them who's their biggest supporter and do it in the raw. And who has been there to fight for them? Because let me tell you something. I, I don't wear the, the stuff. They got, so, they got so much stuff over there. They got real stuff. They got stuff. But here's the deal. But the community, in this community, that's where they go. Oh, yeah. And they've had some situations in there. And had one just, what, a couple of, a couple of months ago. A couple months ago. Okay? But they're still there. Now, just so you know, and I give them a shout out because I've been with them for a while in making sure that they straighten up and do some things. And they've done everything that I've asked them to do, okay, as relates to securing the place, cleaning the place, and doing everything you need to do. But, you know, they participated with the turkey giveaway. And uh, we gave away the turkeys for Thanksgiving. We do it every year. Gator Pit Barbecue and Big T and myself, because it's my foundation. I have a 501c3. Uh, Dallas Youth Council. That's my, and yeah, we've been, yeah, yeah we've, we've been, we've been, been, we've been doing that for now 10, 12 years. Okay. So, so it's huge. All right. So I deal with the kids. Oh, we took 105 kids to the fair this past fair. Buy the tickets, take the little kids that's underprivileged, you can't go. Little fat boy with no teeth and all this stuff. It's just, but that's fun. I mean, but the, he, he didn't have an opportunity to go, but he went. And he had fun, and he ate, and he, he rode, okay? They go ride three rides, they had a chance to ride 10 rides, okay? But so I say all that to say, I need you guys with that kind of stuff. That's why I need to support. I don't need to support out here raising hell. I need to support in here raising the right hell, opening up the right doors for the future, okay? And I want to open up the doors and will for whatever I can do for you all to promote the future and participate with the things that we're doing. It's nothing but a 440 relay. I'm handing a baton, and you hand a baton, hand a baton, hand a baton. Y'all see I'm long-winded. Y'all see I can talk. I love it. And y'all see I can ramble, and I can go all over the place, and then come back into something else. All right? But I appreciate it. Yeah, we got to say, you know, welcome home. Yeah, welcome home, man. Take care of it. There you go. Shout out to the team, Lewis. The Dallas, 
the, the, the giraffe the dinosaur. The, the, the dead part. The, the dead part, which is what y'all stop hating on. See the crazy guy, of course. Yeah. Man, come on now. Yeah. The, 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 y'all got to help me with the, with the, with the folks of concerns. We got to get the people, get them in here, and give them some opportunities and open up the doors. Okay, that's what we got to do with them. And give them some direction. Get them off the street and get them where we need to go. All right. Appreciate it, man. We got to stay. Real life street star, man. You're beyond that. You're the epitome. We appreciate you taking for sitting out with us, man. It's a new. Thank you, bro. Much love. All right. Shout out to real life street stars, nigga. Moon. Hey.